Buongiorno, buon pomeriggio e buonasera, Lazio world. Welcome to our instant reaction pod. Consider this your stoppage time as we review Lazio Genoa, the Coppa Italia fixture round of 16 matchup that sees your Lazio advance to the quarterfinals after a 1-0 victory. I am your host, Sean McIntosh, joined, as always, by Caleb Adams. Caleb, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Uh, three straight wins. Let's get I into mean, it. Yeah, good good time of year to, to pick up three wins, three straight wins in three different competitions. So, you know, we're, we're going to keep this episode uh, short and sweet. Um, we've got a lot of talk about this month, and we've got some pretty big matchups and no offense to round of 16 in Coppa Italia, but, um, but you know, uh, pro- probably our focus is, is going to be elsewhere. So um, Caleb, admittedly, I, I was not able to watch uh, most of the first half uh, because, you know, I've, I've got a job um, and, and, you know, as do you, but uh, I, I had some, some job stuff to do and meetings. So, um, I'm going to be leaning on you today, uh, particularly with insights on the first half. So tell me, because I don't think I can give an accurate description of of these um, of this match. But I'll do a real quick run through. So for those uh, that missed the match, uh, you, you you didn't miss a ton. It's a one nil victory. Uh, gets kicked off pretty quickly, five minutes in, and a player that we have been calling for all season long who we made note of every single time he uh, makes an appearance, he, he makes something happen. And Pellegrini uh, with a nice steal charges down the flank, makes a really nice clean pass to find Matteo Genduzzi, who cleanly finishes it away for his first goal in Bianco Celesti Blue. And, uh, and, and from there on out, um, as, as far as goals happening, you know, there's some opportunities, not a ton, but uh, notably in the 27th minute, Isaacson goes down and has to be subbed off. Um, absolutely um, disappointing. And uh, we'll see what, what that is. I did not get to see that. So I'll let you kind of chime in of how yeah. um, that looked. But uh, you know, another match in where one goal was enough and we're able to see this one out. Um, give me your three words or less to describe this match. Three clean sheets. That was kind of the main thing for me. We, we've had three games, three wins, and not by coincidence, you know, there have been three clean sheets as well in a row. Um, that's the first time we've done that this season at all. And like you said, we managed to just squeeze by with one like with one goal. Well, because we were able to keep a clean sheet. So that that for me has been like sort of the biggest positive that I can take from the stretch of games. We've gotten three wins. Is that hey, maybe our offense isn't like clicking or going like is you know popping on all cylinders but as long as you keep a clean sheet and you can snag one goal you're going to continue to get three points right and we we've done that you know it hasn't been very inspiring on the offensive side but on the defensive side the team looks more organized i remember uh, earlier in the season we complained about having those players arriving late in the box that area between the midfield and defense was just getting hammered every game we would concede from that area every single game uh but that's that's getting better that we haven't been doing that. We've been tracking our runners better. We've been, um, we've looked a lot more organized on defense and, um, we've been rewarded for it. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see, um, too early to call Gila in Patrick, the next Maldini and Nesta. 
A little bit, a little bit. Give him okay. like two more we'll games. Do, we'll we'll give it a few that. more matches, but uh, <laughs> it's it's nice to see a run of clean sheets because this was the Lazio that we knew last year. So if uh, if we can continue that, then there's mm-hmm. there's hope. We figure out uh, the offensive side of things. We know how important it is for Sadi to to his 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 base is making sure that there's defensive soundness, and then the rest kind of comes yeah. from there. So where where do you think this match was won? I got to say, it, it was one uh, in limiting chances. Like, you know, I had – we – so to kind of recap the first half since uh, since you, you missed it and to kind of – and also, also the most of the action happened in the first half to begin with. To recap it, the first 25 minutes, we looked really quite dynamic in the attack. Like, we were moving really well. And that's the theme throughout the whole game that I noticed was that we held a lot of possession, but this is one of the games where we actually had intent and purpose with it. You know, you know, we've had possession other games that we just don't really look like we want to do anything with the ball. But there's a lot more clear intent and purpose in having that possession today, which is what I kind of took away from it as a positive on the offensive side. When Doozy uh, going into really my man of the match here was easily the man of the match this game he was everywhere and anything that was created any sort of opportunities were created through Gwen Doozy uh he he said he, yeah he got the goal himself from a great Pellegrini assist but man he had maybe three he had he, about, he had two or three passes in behind the defense that could have ended up in goal scoring opportunities and yeah, so you know what I what I was able to see because you know again mm-hmm. um having missed that first half I, I love the work that I saw from Ganduzi even just mm-hmm. the second half 82nd minute Ganduzi, wonderful steal, great anticipation to win the ball, plays the ball to Cheadle. Cheadle, fantastic work to make an unselfish pass to Basic, who I'll give Basic uh, a little, 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 very, very little bit of credit um, for making the run. And and then from there, um, Basic gonna Basic, right? Like there's a reason why he's he's been on the outside looking in. And, and it's, and it's um, unfortunate for a player like him who maybe could have had a moment, um, but uh, but yeah, Ganduzi kind of starting it all off, and, and you see that even late in the match. Yeah, that was a trend the whole game. It really seemed that it it honestly seemed that we played with two midfielders today, Ravella and Ganduzi. Kamada was completely invisible for most of the match. Uh, he hasn't had the sort of impact in this game that you would like him to have. You know, this is an opportunity that he got to start. And you would want you would think like, hey, come on, this is your chance to really make sort of a an impact here to really show Sadi like, hey, keep playing me. I deserve to start. When Doozy took that chance, has taken that chance. I will say, out of the new signings, Gwendozi has been the one that has really sort of grasped that opportunity and and, and grabbed it by the reins and and taken it to where he is now, right? To where he you would say he is pretty much a locked eleven player right now, right? Uh, Kamada did not take the opportunity today, but someone who did. That we mentioned earlier was Pellegrini. Pellegrini had a great game. I thought he was really, really good this game on both sides of the ball. And uh, he, he made a case to society today that, hey, give me some minutes. I, I deserve minutes. And one more person I want to talk about, too, before um go to the next topic here is Isaksen. We were really fluid in those first 25 minutes, but the minute Isaksen came off, everything sort of got slower. Everything got a little more predictable. Um, it I was actually surprised by just like the like the difference the team had when Isaksen came off when Felipe came on. It really made a drastic difference, and 
after that, we really didn't threaten too too much. And, how and bad was the how bad was the injury? What 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 was it that he went out with? It, it was a non-contact injury. He, he 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 lunged for a ball to block a ball on the defensive side of the game, uh, and then just sort of kind of felt something and fell to the ground. So that's not really encouraging. I hope I really hope is nothing serious, but you never like to see a non-contact injury. Especially in a player that relies so much on his, you know, quickness, explosiveness. You know, that's, you know, is that Kanye's been dealing with that this season, and uh, and that, that sucks. Yeah, well, uh, you know, if if I was going to give uh, my three words, injury woes is is it because you're talking about um, a, a big injury in Isaacson who just started to feel like he was going to have his place in this squad, and Zakanyi's already hurt, so now. You look at that winger depth, and and we're relying on a on a on an aging Pedro and Felipe again. We've got to we've got to work him to death. Luis Alberto is out. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it, Kamada have not having looked great. Um, Patrick at the end of this one. Let's hope it was just cramps. But he is a player that had to exit, replaced by Madusic uh, late in the match. So. You know, the, the, there's it's the injuries are, are starting to mount up, uh, and mm-hmm. we're going to need some of these guys uh, as as we start to advance into this tournament, and we've got a lot of games coming up. So, um, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned some players you really liked, and let's let's pivot. You know, you you, you talked about Kamada and some of his um, woes. I I, um, I don't. I don't want an issue of Bidone not having watched the first half. I, I will say there was a couple things that I saw from Kamada in, in that short time that I liked. You know, he he had a, a nice progressive run, 80th minute, pass right down the channel for Cheeto. I thought Cheeto did really well to cut the ball to his his right, exactly where he wants it. You know, he's bagged a ton of goals curling that in, and it was just a yeah. little too central. But I did like that that play that where Cheeto loves that ball and he made a nice pass there mm-hmm. even uh, 58th minute you know nice little combination play between Pedro and Kamada nice little one two then Kamada finds Pedro at the edge yeah. of the box again blast that shot um and and those are just some of those things you at least like some of the combination yeah, yeah. play but just in general we've we've got to we've got to be a lot better with our finishing because we're not going to survive against Inter um, only scoring mm-hmm. one match or only scoring one goal in these matches. So, um, yeah. who would be done it? Yeah, you know, I said Kamada didn't really make a, a massive impact. That doesn't mean he was bad. I don't think, I think Kamada, like, uh, we were playing really, like, when we had the ball, we were combining really well and quickly in general. Like, we were really moving constantly. Kamada is a big part of that. Kamada, he takes a touch, pass, moves, takes touch, pass, moves, takes touch. That's a big part of that. And it seems that I, I feel that like Guendouzi actually, the best performances we've seen from Guendouzi have been alongside Kamada. And for whatever reason, Kamada, even though you would think he's a more offensive-minded one, actually brings out the best offensive side of Guendouzi. Because I think Guendouzi has to do a little less of like the facilitating, right? When Alberto's out there, Alberto does the playmaking. When Kamada's out there, he, he sort of becomes sort of this lateral like facilitator where he just kind of goes across the entire midfield. Doesn't do much vertically, but just is always there as an option. He picks it up from Rivella, gives it to a winger gets it back, gets it to the other side. You know, he kind of he's kind of become this sort of facilitator player. Um, but for Mabidone of the match, uh, I'll have to go – no one had, to, like, horrific games, but I think his side had a pretty poor game this game 
and you made a few mistakes that it's just uh, somebody at your age or experience, like you expect more from someone like that, especially someone that Sadi has brought along for the ride at almost everywhere he's gone. Right. So uh, I think he had a pretty poor match. I think that that right now, if you're talking about, okay, what fullback am I going to trust off the bench? You got to be going with Pellegrini. I mean, yeah, I think he's well, uh, the, the YouTube comments are, are coming in and, and we're seeing the trend of Pellegrini, Taz 1109, David Royce, Right, we're, we're they're all mentioning Pellegrini, uh, yes, sir. And we we uh, we want to see we want to see him earn more opportunities. He's earned them. We we just need to see Mister give him the call up because uh, he is a player that has has produced every single time in limited minutes. So uh, he's he's a, a player for for all of us. We we're, we're kind of clamoring for him. We're all rooting for him. He's a Lazio. Yeah. So. Um, we got to see more of him. Let's let's hope he just doesn't get thrown back in the closet and and the key thrown away with him because he deserves more time. So absolutely. So you know that that would be my for me when I'm looking at positives and takeaways and um, what does this mean? That's that's probably the biggest you know because we 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 know Isaacson. We kind of know the type of player he is now, and, and we feel good about him. And let's hope that's not a, a, a long term issue. But Pellegrini for me is the big thing I'm walking out of this one. Um, mm-hmm. Was there any big takeaways that, that you leave this match with? I, I think, I think, I think also um, my biggest takeaway is that getting three straight wins, even though they weren't the Prius. I think leads to pretty play. I, like today, I saw players making, making, being really decisive in their passes and fluid in their passes. I think a part of that comes from the confidence gained from two straight wins. Instead of playing it sort of uh, a little timid, you know, being a bit timid in, in possession, they were like, they were sharp. It was really sharp today, despite you know not too many chances, but we were sharp today. Everything had purpose. Genoa couldn't really get anywhere. I mean, we limited Genoa greatly. Whereas in the past, our first time we played them this year, we were vulnerable in many situations against them, right? And we just we just suffocated them with, with the ball, and, and we were just sharp. And I think that even though people may complain, we complained about it last game, like these ugly wins, it will lead, in my opinion, to better performances. I think these ugly wins lead to better performances and to that more pretty play that we're looking for, right? So um, that's my biggest takeaway from, from this match. Yeah, we'll take ugly wins, you know, over pretty yeah. losses. And <laughs> we've been in the position of feeling like we dominated small sides and we've come out of them frustrated with draws or losses. So um, give give me the madness and um, ugliness of Allegri ball if it means winning, right? So <laughs> we'll take that. So three points at the end of the day is, is all that matters. And this Coppa Italia is making for some potential um, interest and drama. So Lazio goes through to the quarterfinals. They will play the winner of Roma, Cremonese. And that match will take place on January 17th, the, the Lazio quarterfinal match. Roma, mm. Cremonese don't play until January 3rd. So all mm. eyes on that one, because we may get a very special derby in the Coppa Italia, and and we've had a a, a couple of those in, ten, in you know recent ish years. Of course, 
the most important one being Coppa Italia final in 2013. So we know who took that one home. Uh, so we, we, I personally would love to face Roma in the quarterfinals. Anytime yeah. we can have a derby match and, and get the fan base excited, um, I'm all for it. So you know, we'll see what happens. We're not on a on an easy side of the bracket. You know, not only is there a potential matchup with Roma looming, but uh, on our same side is is Juve, Napoli. So they didn't make it easy on us. Um, but we've had success in this tournament uh, many many times. So we'll we'll see how it goes. And we now quickly turn to our attention to a big Serie A fixture against Verona, a must win match. You know, before we head to Spain and face Atletico Madrid. So a lot of good matches coming up. We'll, we'll be here every step of the way to cover it with you all. And uh, it's been, it's been great. Uh, Midweek fixtures always break up the week nicely. And uh, please, if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe on YouTube. If you prefer to not see our faces and listen to audio formats on uh, Apple, Spotify, you name it, uh, please give us those five-star ratings, subscribe, Follow us on social media, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Twitch, Instagram, at Lazio World. You'll find us there. But as always, sempre Forza Lazio.